Hello everyone and welcome back to the House of a Thousand Discourses. This is my passion project podcast that provides propaganda. To my left is David Holden Balls Hogan. Motherfucker. That's not your real name, but you did receive a, a, a package in the mail one day that said David Holden Balls. Yeah, that was hilarious. Dude, this dude, he sends me... Actually, I didn't even know he sent it. I just go out to get... And my mail lady's hot too, dude. Yeah? So you're an ass because... Anyway. <laughs> like, there goes all my chances of hitting the on chance her. I never had in the first place. My is last gone. name is Professor Holden Balls. But no, <laughs> I go out and because I live in an apartment building, I go out there to get my packages and I grab the first one and then I see a box under it and it says David Holden Balls. <laughs> and at first, I'm like, that's my package and Darren sent it. And I look at the freaking return address, and he had it all scribbled out, and he wrote, this is a tornado. Yeah, I drew a, drew a tornado. <laughs> and, he, and, he, uh, Stupid. and then it said Darren Duncan. I'm like, sure as shit. But he sent me a bunch of horror stuff in the the Omen soundtrack song, which is badass. Oh, on vinyl? You don't even got yeah. a record player, huh? I do. Oh, it's in sweet. storage. Oh, nice. But that track is badass. Like That's like a horror movie history uh, as far as like music scores go yeah fuck yeah way. man and uh all you gotta do these days is look at the album and then type the name into google and you can listen to it right so, <laughs> so if you yeah. were to send a package of this disc dick squeezer over here what would you call him uh greg the sheep shagger shefferton I'm not as good at coming up with names <laughs> off of fucking names as people as you are, I guess. But I don't know what you could spin off of Larson if you want to give that Larson. I think I just did. I think it was like Greg the Sheep Shagger fucking, I don't forgot, Sharp Object. And uh, that's a used song. That's pretty true. I don't know. I fucking hate it. Sharp Object Sheep Shagger? Yeah. It's a tongue twister. No, uh, it's a, I would it's send a... it to Legazord. Legazord? Yeah. You mean Megazord? No, Legazord. Oh, Legazord. it's a Legazord. Because his yeah. last name's Larson. Yeah. So it's a Legazord. No, that's not why it's Legazord. Then why is it a Legazord? I'm super confused right now. Legazord goes light years back. What's a Legazord? Light year is a fucking measurement of distance, dick squeezer. Time is not a measurement of fucking. Wait. No. Yeah, light year is a measurement of distance. I mean, time is a measurement of distance. Yeah, well, you can't call something a light year. When you mean that it took place in a certain, a different part of time. Because a light year is a measurement of distance. I've like a fucking mile. About 75% of the way around the Earth to a in one year now. So okay. it was definitely in the past, light years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that makes Google. zero sense. Because a light year is a measurement of distance. It takes this amount of time. It takes a, a year for light to travel you understand what I'm How trying to tell you? A light a year. year is a measurement of distance. Well, let's say something happened five, five, six years ago. Okay. The amount of time that I've traveled in that five, six years, um, that could mean that, that that incident was a light year ago. So it's an over-exaggeration it it right of a measurement of distance. I've traveled so much in that time. So it's an over-exaggeration of a measurement of distance is what you're trying I think to tell it's me. a stretch <laughs> of the English language that worked out for me. On a podcast, <laughs> to where it's like, all we do is talk and speak. But no, he's 100% wrong. You're 100% wrong. But you did kind of bring it back to a little bit to where it kind of makes sense to me a little bit. Right. It happened but, right here, but I've traveled so much since then. It is in the past of my distance. All right. 
Fine. So what's your name? My name? Yeah. Legazord. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Dave Hogan. <laughs> no, that's funny because we no, we actually ahead. used to tell people like Which he was, was Dave and I was Greg. I take twenty when we were running sound and shit. Yeah. You just fuck with them and uh people would call me Greg and I'd be like, No, that's the other dude and they're like, No, nah, like you told me your name was Greg. Just in case anybody wanted to bitch at you. <laughs> and I'm like, I probably sucks. did. Be like, oh, fuck it. Probably just did you guys ever once think that your sound sucked? Yes. All right. So, so first of all, Absolutely. for those who do not know, I'm sitting down with David Hogan and fucking Greg Larson of Grey Angel Productions, but they should have been called... Formerly. Formerly. They used to be called that. But it should have been Grave Productions. Grave Production, because yeah. Dave I think and Grave Greg, Angel Productions. Or Grave Angel. Grave, Grave Angel is a pretty yeah. cool one. Grave Angel. Which we did start next to a cemetery, our first studio. Really? Yeah. I okay. broke a sh I broke a mirror in that house. In a haunted house. On purpose? Uh, uh, no, it was, here's the thing. Like, we just started working together. And so I go downstairs. At, so here's the, here's the fucked up situation. Uh, we had an upstairs and a downstairs at the Gap House. In order for the upstairs for us to power on all of our equipment, I had to go down to the basement and plug in a specific extension cord. So I ran down to the basement to go plug in the extension cord so we could power up the upstairs. And I'm walking down the stairs, and as I'm walking by, I was not even close to the wall at all. Like, here's the wall, here's me walking by. A fucking mirror just goes flying off the wall and fucking shatters on the ground. Really? And I'm like, what the fuck? Because this is the first time I'd ever been in that house by myself. Okay. And I was there with another buddy of mine who was just tagging along with me for the day. He had never been in that house either. So it's my first time going in that house. I've been there with him a few times, but I'm going in there for the first time to go power up. <laughs> fucking mirror crash. So he has to go down the basement of this old ass creepy farmhouse. House. Creepy farmhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever believe in ghosts and stuff before that happened or what? Uh I've I've been a fair weather ghost believer for many years. So but I, I knew that that had to be probably bad luck of some sort. So I started Googling and I found out that you have to take a shard of glass and touch it to a tombstone. We were right next to a cemetery. Who the fuck told you that? Google. Google. All right, Google yeah. knows everything. Right, exactly. So we, our studio was right next to a cemetery. So I'm like, how fucking convenient. So right. I grabbed the shard of glass, and I run over to the fucking tombstone, and I fucking touch it on the tombstone and shit, because otherwise you get seven years of bad luck. Yeah. Just the first tombstone you saw, or it was just, you just I, I picked it? out an appropriate tombstone. I think it okay. might have been a, a military tombstone. Uh, All right. I looked respectable. So I said, hey, I'm going to touch my shard of glass to your tombstone. And hmm. I did it. And I ran back That's and craziness. smoked a bowl about it. Smoked a bowl about it. Right. This is the same house where uh, one time he was sitting there mixing, and we had like a stack of amps next to the chair. And there was a stack of cables oh, on yeah. top of it. And he was there by himself again. And he's like sitting there mixing, and out of the corner of his eye, he just sees this extension cord like start uncoiling and it falls off the amp and like the whole cord just does this. Oh was, shit. I'm getting chills right now. Just remember <laughs> yeah, that. Remember that. Dude, that was fucking cool. I like shit. stuff like that. Like yeah. how that did house, you feel though? Were you scared? I was not really scared, but that house was haunted. I have to say mm -hmm. that much for it sure. Was. Because you said there was another incident when you guys were leaving a color spade practice. So this, this was the only, I actually lived in this house for a while. And then it was before we had the studio. I ended, I'd moved out. And then my brother was still living there, and we put the studio upstairs. Um, and we were using that also for our band practice for Color Spade. And we would all get there around the same time, and we would stand around outside bullshit. And 
nobody was upstairs in the house, but all of our equipment was up there. And somebody played the drums. It was like for a good couple seconds. And at first, nobody really reacted to it because our brains were all just bullshit and we figured someone's upstairs playing the drums. But then we all started to realize we're all down here. So we start questioning each other like, you heard that, right? And it's like, yeah, I heard it. So like kind of at the same time, we all went upstairs and there was nobody up there. So that's like the only like crazy experience I had in the house. Um, I know this guy for a long time too. I think this is before you started doing acid so frequently. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't an acid. I was, yeah, was, the, was, I was the, only doing the shrooms yeah. back then. So yeah. no. <laughs> but no, I was not the only one that ex that heard the drums. So um, how does that happen? I don't know. Like my, it was like a legit like students, you know, like he kept a beat, not just like a fucking drumstick rolled off of a. And you weren't the and only person that heard it. Like, no, we were all outside, but you could hear the drums outside really the easily. Vibration. The vibration, okay. House, like the windows were crappy and everything, and uh, that was kind of how our band practices went. Like we would all get there, and then all of us would like jump on the drums and play stupid stuff and. So when the sound first happened, everyone, no one reacted to Wait. it because. Question. Where was Thomas? We were all standing outside. Thomas was down there. No, he was outside too. Thomas, I was say, Thomas was outside. Thomas, Tim, okay. Ben, and I were Because he all lived downstairs. Outside. So what if he like snuck up the back stairwell and said, I'm going to fuck with these guys. So he was outside too. He was outside, yeah. All right. So like the reason we didn't react to it is because we were just used to like hearing drums in the background because everyone's right. just jumping on the drums and playing them even if you're not Normal a drummer band practice we all play the drums. noise just yeah right yeah but then we're all sitting there bullshitting and we're like wait a minute we're no one's went inside yet so we're like you know did you hear that yeah i heard that you heard that we you guys also it. work together at take 20 and that's like a super haunted fucking place i've heard a Absolutely. couple of stories from dave greg do you have any ghost stories from Take 20, anything Take spooky 20? that happened? Nothing spooky happened to me personally there. Um, it's mostly been stories that I heard. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, now I've never been in there really like super late, like by myself or with just another person. I know there's been many nights where you were in there with Aaron at like the close of business. Have you told the story on the podcast yet? I'm not sure if you did about no, the no. person in the, in no, the pool table room. No. I've heard about, he told me about the person in the pool table room. That was and actually the only time I can say that I visualized or saw something close to possibly being a ghost or an apparition. Uh, any other experiences I've had were hearing things or feeling things or um, something moves or something, but right that was the only time i saw like a person <laughs> so um tell the story real quick so they know when i started when we started working at take 20 we started hearing the stories about it was haunted um and like i never denied hauntings but i'm just like yeah okay you were never, sorry like, you were hearing stories from staff from aaron yeah uh, I think Aaron was the first because what would happen was we'd be there at night after everyone left and we'd be the only ones in there closing up and you would hear stuff, right? So I would hear things in the back shift around and I was always like, things move, right? You know, and Aaron, yeah, objects. Aaron's like, <laughs> right, oh, like, oh, good explanation. Aaron's like, oh, the, 
there's ghosts back there I'm, they're making noise again and i'm like well like there's a ton of band equipment piled up everywhere in chairs and this is a freaking mess so things move like sometimes they slide off and shit subtles after i never bought into it being haunted i'm like show me it's gonna have to show me something right that's not just a sound um but you saw a full body apparition so one night the, we were there the pool table room right and it was shortly after we were like shuffling everybody out of the bar greg aaron and i are standing around the bar just talking and out of the corner of my eye i see a person walk in the pool the game room so i see them walk past the doorway uh, basically you have the bar in a big open room and then you have a room off to the side with a standard size like bedroom door doorway and then in there is like a pool table and everything so you can't see the full room you can only see through the doorway and i see someone walk past so my reaction was that someone was still in the bar and i'm like everyone's supposed to be out of here so i was annoyed i get up off my stool i walk in the room to tell them like get going there's nobody in there so i walk back out and i'm just like kind of dumbfounded and i'm like I tell these guys what I've seen. And, and Aaron is just like, oh, yeah. You know, like, it was no big it thing to him. Yeah, yeah, right? you're like, yeah. I hung out with Aaron one time, or maybe more than once, but it was on, like, off days because he'd only be open on the weekends or whatever. So I'd, like, come in on a Tuesday when the vendors were there. And he'd be like, drink this beer for free because it's, like, a fucking winter beer. And, like, we got to get rid it's of it. And nipple. the vendor's coming. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, oh, I hate this beer. But I'm getting <laughs> drunk for free. But there was this time where um, there was a, a stack of bar stools in that back room where we the bands would come in. Yep. And and and, like, and that's where we would hear the back hallway. But times. this whole yeah, like yeah. there was, it used to be like a kitchen, right? Like back in the day, like it looked like it. Could there was actually another the, bar back there. Okay. There was like the a room where people bar. set their gear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the that was the, like the yeah. back line room or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And um, but there was like a stack of bar stools, and they just fucking fell over. And the the guy didn't flinch, like like that shit happens. Stuff falls. Who right. Who's the guy? Shit Aaron? fucking ha yeah, Aaron. Like didn't Aaron flinch. didn't fucking flinch. But yeah. like, and I get it. Like stuff like that happens all the time, man. Like pictures fall off the wall. Like fucking gravitation takes over. Yeah. But like this this fucking stack of bar stools just. But it happened when we were talking about ghosts, and it just fucking fell over, and that whole fucking crash, and I saw it tilting behind him and and the kid didn't fucking flinch he's just <laughs> fucking boom and we just kept drinking and like um he told me the story about the fucking freezer door and then the craziest thing there was this girl named caitlin that we know and um i was fucking with her and i was gonna pretend to spit a fucking um like a the uh, coasters yeah yeah we and one fucking shot out at her and I'm like, I swear I didn't touch it. Like, I was just... It just went? Yeah, and it went, boom! And I was like, what the fuck? And she thought, she wasn't mad at me. Yeah. She's just like, oh, you fucker, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, no, I went to pretend to do it. And one fucking shot at her. But yeah, Take 20 was super duper haunted. Yeah, like, I'm not a skeptic, but I'm always... Um, I need to be able to, like, try to explain it in every way possible first before I'll say well that was like 
a ha haunted thing or something. Right. You know? Yeah. So we, I mean, I think the only time that we were really exploring this like hauntedness of Take Twenty that when I was there is when Dead Horse Trauma played there, yeah. and I forget what show it was, but I, f I feel That's like such a weird band name. I feel like it got. I feel like the show ended kind of early for a show night, and anyway, there was a bunch of people at the bar, and we were all just partying and hanging out, and everybody's like, "Let's go see what's downstairs," and we all like crept downstairs. And we were trying to like find ghosts and shit. Yeah, but there were so many of us. We probably spooked whatever spirits were there. I mean, no, there that basement was creepy though. Dude, there was I've been of, down there's there. There's a well once. down there. Yes. Yeah, What's like, up with the well? Like dirt right, floor that, type. Fuck the well. What What made me weirded out was the fucking doors that were in the wall that were fucking blocked out. I only went oh, down there. Oh, how many bodies are up behind there? I went. I went down there one time, and it was when fucking um, Super Bob was playing, and they, they blew out the sound yeah. or whatever, and all the fucking lights went off. And I'm like, oh, this is my time to fucking, downstairs. yeah. So, like, I just followed Aaron, because like, I'm a little fucking hangout boy, you know? And I fucking went down there, and then after he fucking flipped the thing, and then he went upstairs, and Super Bob started playing again. I seen him a hundred times, so I'm like, dude, show me, show me downstairs again. That shit was crazy. And, like, he showed me the big fucking hole in the ground. That's fine and dandy. But what creeped me out the most was there was squares in the fucking walls mm -hmm. that you could tell used to be doors. And there were fucking bricks laid in. Yeah, and then when you got up to the top of the steps, to your left, there was a door and some of it was still wood. And, like, who the fuck? Like, all right, so we're underground now. We're coming up from underground, and then here's a fucking door. Like, what could possibly be there? Yeah, and, yeah. like, where was the ground that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you build stairs to go underground or go to different levels. Why in the middle? Like, we're, we're still the below the, the street. We're still below the street. Like, why is that? We're, we haven't even reached the floor level of the yeah. bar. Why is there a fucking, and, like, it was all concrete. But I could tell that part of it was wood. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I don't know how true this is because everybody in Illinois has rumors that fucking Al Capone owned this. Al Capone owned that. But I did hear that Al Capone did own fucking Take 20 at one point. What? I've never heard that You've one. You've never heard this? No. Okay. So back in the day. All right. So when you walk into Take 20, there was the Horseshoe Bar. There was that wall behind it. Pretend that was a wall. And behind that, the dance floor. Mm -hmm. Pretend there was a wall that separated the horseshoe bar and the dance mm -hmm. floor. That horseshoe ball, or that, that, that fucking bar room, the dance floor behind that wall, would have been where all like the hookers were and the gambling and all that shit went back in the That's probably room. why they have a second. Yeah, and the second in, in, in the loading room where we were all talking about. Right? Yeah. No, I mean the, the whole, whole dance floor. floor. Oh, the whole the whole floor. Yeah, we had like I'm fucking where, shit yeah. hammered and I'm drunk and I'm not explaining this well. Let me try this. Remember again. the so horse? You're saying horseshoe bar and then a wall, which is we know. Remember all it had the, the, the metal wall rail. Been, yeah, with the yeah, right, things, right. Yeah, the metal rail. That was you're saying that was a wall, and then on the other side was just strippers and gambling. Strippers and gambling. Right. And, and there was and no, there is like, a bar back there. There's so a no oh, right, right, and there's a goddamn kitchen. Yeah, like, but you could convert a ki kitchen. You know what I mean? But the, it was. Uh, well, there could it, have been it, a doorway. The whole, the whole thing was a front. It was supposed to be a tiny little bar, a little horseshoe bar with two bathrooms, little, and then there's a wall, nothing. 
Mm -hmm. But if you went back, that's where the girls were, and that's where the gambling was, and that's where fucking right that Al Capone way. owned it. Well, and that's why all the shit this out here. was. And like, Belvedere has a big fucking thing with the Kishwaukee River. There's a lot of tunnels that you can do, and there's like a ton of houses, and and uh, Belvedere that Al Capone owned, like along the river, like really? big nice houses, yeah, and. The owners of these houses still say, like, yeah, there's things in my fucking basement that look like a door that's concreted off, and they're not going to demolish it because, for one, it's going to ruin their property value, and for two, if the house is over, like, 100 years old, you're not allowed to do it unless mm -hmm. you get a fucking, like, they're... They got to make sure it's not historical. historical. Yeah, yeah, and they're just, they just don't do that. So, like, yeah. Al Capone ran everything in the fucking... In the Midwest area, and like, and at one point, I think, I could be wrong, but I think Take Twenty was a part of that, and there probably it's are not bodies. Far, it's not far fetched for sure. I mean, it's like not location like, yeah. wise. It's right off the highway. It's near Rockford. Rockford was a big thing. For oh yeah. yeah, there's still mafia connections in Rockford. Like, just uh, less than ten years ago, there was a big sting they did, and they were like legit mafia. And it's like, I thought that shit died with Gotti. It's like, nope. They still fucking had, but they're still fucking mafia people. It's not like they used to be, you know, but. Well, they had to quiet it down, you know. Well, yeah. Now, Everything was being put in the press and all that. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. There's there's no perfect crime anymore. You're lucky to get away running a fucking red light now. Mm. There is no perfect crime, but as, as far as I know, I don't know how fucking true it is, but at one point, yeah, Al Capone owned. I wonder how long that building, like when the original thing was built. I wish they let us really investigate it. Like, yeah, I want to get a hold of the owner and be like, I get, my, my homeboy Dave Hogan will give you a beach. <laughs> um, motherfucker. I'm like, here's yeah. 150 bucks and a beach for my friend. This you is know. the whole the whole reason he started this podcast was up to this point. It's an elaborate plot. Yeah, it's a, to make fun of you. To make fun of me. <laughs> So what's up, fuck faces? We're 22 minutes in. I could totally end this because I haven't done a House of a Thousand Discourses podcast in a long time. And the only reason why I brought it up was you were talking about kitties. And I'm like, I can't we talk about of... kitties and I'm like, I should record this because we thought that kitties like fucking, they hallucinate. Yeah, kitties are fucking awesome. And like the fact that they hallucinate all the time, apparently is probably the reason why they're so awesome. I would think. Yeah, because I wish I could just hallucinate. Is that why time. Egyptians like them so much? You might be onto something. I, don't I know. might be onto something. Yeah. Can you Sphinx imagine how ayahuasca? Wasn't Sphinx a dog? Ayahuasca kitty treats. No, not Sphinx. Um, what am I thinking of? The dog, Egyptian dog. What am I thinking of? I don't know. I forgot his name. Uh, you know Cujo. what I'm talking about. You know what I'm Cujo. talking about. No, <laughs> it, uh, that was fucking, Saint Bernard. It started with an E. Something. Fuck. If yeah. I was sober, I'd be able to tell you. Because I'm always into the fucking ancient fucking civilization shits. Yeah, but anyway. Egyptian uh, dog. It'll come up. That's all I can think of. Egyptian dog. God. Uh, Anubis. Anubis. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Not a, Anubis. Not an S, but close. Anubis. Anubis. That's what I was thinking of. 
Yeah, so that's your new kitty's name that you just got, Dave? You got a cat named Anubis? Actually, uh, that's a, that's Ginger's cat's ironic. name is Anubis. Oh, fuck Ginger. Yeah. Ginger's cat's name is Anubis? That's it ironic is, yeah. He has like one name Pumba and one name Anubis. Um, that's gay as fuck. Such a cat connoisseur. I know all my buds' cats' names and... One of the birthdays. He's flexing. That's, yeah, that's a flex, you know. Yeah, like all, I know all my, all my friends, friends cats' names. No, he's been emailing me for like four months. He's like, I want to come on the podcast, dude. I like, I know all my. Friends I want to talk about like my kids' cat names. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, all right, I guess, you yeah, know. All, and then all their kitties love me. So hold on, guys, we got to go back a little bit in this podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, one thing that's I'm stuck on, can't get past it. Is let's say that theory was right. Like there's a wall there where the metal rail was, mm-hmm. uh, and there was a let's say there was a fucking crazy casino slash brothel going on back mm-hmm. there. Well, anyone who's observing the building from the outside is going to see, hey, there's a hell of an ass on this building. What's back there? I don't know. You'd have to ask the fucking cops that fucking. Well, like, dude, think about it too. Like, I mean, like, there's not just a bar here. No, there's but behind, a whole building <laughs> no, but look it's behind like, that whole fucking building is gravel parking lot and then behind that is trees and then right, there's like little tiny about... houses so if you're talking in the 20s that whole thing could have been surrounded by trees dude but well from what i understood like you guys are saying like let's say this is the building here's the back end of the i don't building. know how true this here's is the front either, end of the building this could be here's all the bullshit. horseshoe bar if I'm a building inspector, I'm going to be standing outside and be like, okay, here's your horseshoe bar. Yeah, but if here's you're a building kitchen, inspector, are you going to really ask Al Capone what he's doing? No, he's going to grease you. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I'm just right. saying. I'm, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to No, I get play it. This out no, here. I, I totally know. get it. I want to know. But yeah, if you were uh, yeah, trying to fucking building inspect, he'd probably be like, fuck off, go away, kid, and then you'd leave. Yeah. But also, too, like think about that whole thing is covered in gravel. I guarantee there had to have been trees there all before the gravel. And then, because there's trees and woods before the houses behind take 20, you know, so. We're talking about a string of elaborate shit, a string of elaborate greasings from all the way from Chicago to Cherry Valley, Illinois. Oh, yeah. How many hundreds of people are involved in this entire string of events going all the way back? Like, who's, everybody's going to stay quiet? Think I about, don't believe that. Well, they don't have to. Well, they got caught eventually. Well, Al Capone I, didn't sure. die yeah, innocent. Yeah. He went to prison for tax evasion. So there's your answer. Like, that's how he got busted for got tax for evasion. That. He didn't get busted for murder. It wasn't for rape. It wasn't for fucking kidnapping, which I'm sure he did all of those things, too. It was tax evasion. That's how he got caught. Mm. But... um. I forgot the fuck I was going to say. That's how it went down with most of them back then. Yeah, know. I don't know. It's just Because they, they couldn't get them on other things because it's like, well, if no you have a witness, like just whack the right. witness. Yeah. They get, someone's got to testify. They got to have proof. They can know you did something, but they have to prove it in a court. Right. And that's where the mafia can manipulate things and get away. Yeah. You know, and What's fucked up is we're kind of living in the, in the big, uh, big brother environment right now without technically being in the big brother environment we just are because technology has allowed us to do that oh yeah so yeah obviously everybody's spying on us our phones are listening to us right now the we're thing is ads for al capone fucking we could we could spy on each other and we, yeah. we you know all i got to do is go on your facebook page and look you know up other people that you know and hung out with and check your fucking check-ins and all that stuff it's yeah. super easy now it's wild but i don't know it's fucking, it's hard to commit a good crime these days. 
That's oh, yeah. why serial killers stopped. As soon as you step stopped. outside, you're on camera. Yeah, that's why serial killers stopped. The serial killers were the 60s, 70s. We had a couple in the 80s. But it was all because you could get away with that shit. And now, the serial killers are done. You know? I mean, we know that there's active ones, but those are obviously people who can work around all that stuff. If there were to be an active serial killer... In 2022, he's got to be over 50, I would think. You think so? Why is He'd that? have to be because no 20-year-old kid, no 30-year-old kid could just decide to start killing people and get away with it for this long. How many you, do you have to commit before it becomes serial? I don't know. But um, I mean, if you two think, or like, three, what does it I would take say, to make... In my opinion, I would say three. What does it take two to make three? There's people that pop off two or three, I would imagine, within that's a not fucking 12-hour window. That's not a serial killer. That's a mass killer. Oh. There's, there's, there's fucking, yeah, there, there's mass killers. There's serial killers. There, there's, serial there's makes different... it premeditated? Well, I think Pre serial much, killer yeah. has different descriptions throughout the world. Um, in this country, I think we tend to think of a serial killer spree killer is as what I being was like related to yeah. sexual type crimes. A lot not of always, not always, but that's kind of what we we come to think of them as. Right. I think it's um, I think of it as someone who who intended who, who said, "Hey, I'm waking up. I'm putting my legs or my putting my pants on one leg at a time, and I'm going to go out and kill somebody." That's what I think of a serial killer. Mo like, most not of someone those... who does it in an act of passion or an act of you know, in the moment. No, I get that. Sure. You would think that outside yeah. looking in, but most of the people who get caught, they're like, I was just coming home from work and I saw her. And she reminded but me of the girl that pissed me off that day. And Well, yeah. Like just she reminded me of the girl that pissed me off that day. Like Ted Bundy, for example, he only killed girls with brown hair yeah. parted down the middle. And so, like, he didn't necessarily, like you said, wake up and, like, I'm going to go kill. He's just fucking, his, he left work, his boss pissed him off, and he saw a fucking girl with brown hair parted down the middle. I'm going to get her. I think a serial killer has to be a, a psychopath. It is. And, like, I don't think you're taught to be a serial killer. You don't wake up one day and decide to be a serial killer because the term serial killer itself wasn't even coined until the 70s. Mm. Not until the FBI started making profiles on these guys. Right. Yeah. Um. That's that's one thing too. We were talking about like what's the difference between somebody who you know a serial killer and someone who just kills three people in a night. Like that's a spree killer, and then like the active shooter thing is like the one that I am most terrified of, because that's our modern day serial killer. I'm not worried about the serial killers anymore. I'm worried about going to the mall or going to the movie and, and getting way. shot. And there is no profile for these people because most of your active shooters either kill themselves in the process of getting caught or the cops kill them. Like there are zero that I could think of active shooters that get arrested. Nicholas Cruz. He's one? Yeah. Who's and you he? know what? If you ever he's uh was it Parkland? There was a shooter the, Colorado was that Colorado um it was a fucking alien looking motherfucker that's what? Aurora Colorado he, the guy uh, in the movie theater you're thinking of maybe yeah he looks like, like the fucking Joker alien? he had the green hair I just know he had bug eyes that was like the Batman guy. movie killer dude yeah, yeah no no the... what's sad is we're living in 2022 dude there's not a time where I go to the movies where I don't think about my escape route 
It's yeah, sad. It's sad I have a plan that. with my kids, and it's fucked up to do yeah, that. But like my up. kids but you're know sitting what duck to in do. There. You're sitting duck in there. Yeah, like my 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 highest thing. Like I don't want to be one of those people who's like, oh, I have anxiety all the time. But like my highest anxiety is at the movie theater because you're in a dark room with strangers. There's one way in and one way out, mm-hmm. and like. I I I literally have a plan with my wife and kids of like what to do if somebody comes in, and that all that all started with Aurora. Yeah, in Aurora, Colorado, Batman, Dark Knight Rises, or yeah. Dark Knight, whatever it was. And what's yeah. fucked up is like the exit door opened up, and everybody stood up and clapped and cheered because they thought it was a part of the show. Because yeah. the kid walked in looking like the Joker, and he was throwing fucking smoke bombs. And they were like, oh, shit, this is amazing. Yeah. And then, prop, 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 prop. Wow. He's fucking mowing down families. And, like, thank God it was a fucking midnight showing. But there were still, like, four kids that died. Because I would be that dad to be like, you're taking a nap at 8. We're going to go see the new Batman movie. At 12. Yeah. But it wouldn't be Batman. It'd be, like, Violent Night. Like, the new yeah. fucking horror Santa Claus movie, you know? Because I took my kids to, like, fuck, late at night, and we watched it, you know? But it's just terrifying living in America. But my point is about these assholes is, like, there is no profile for active shooters. Nobody knows why they do it. We They're typically white males in their fucking, like, 18 to fucking 34 but they're like they're like none of them has been unless you you were just you brought up somebody yeah Nicholas Cruz yeah um, like but he's the only one like yeah please tell me about him because I'm pretty sure like everyone I can think of is like yeah. never been interviewed so in 2018 uh, Nicholas Cruz opened fire on students and staff at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland Florida Florida and uh, I'm pretty sure he had like. A couple of AR-15s. This, this is just from memory, but I think his mom got them for him. But it's crazy he was too, able to... AR-15s are like expensive, dude. Like yeah, they they're are. not a cheap gun. Yeah. And all yeah, these people are. that do these shootings, they're all like, "Oh, he was a bum. He had no job." And it's like, the motherfucker had two AR-15s. You yeah, know, it's and crazy. He was able to shoot up the school and then escape. And about an hour later, was arrested by the cops. So he was arrested, evaluated, everything. Like, is is there in like interviews with him on the there internet is, and stuff? Yeah, and they're pretty crazy. Like the first one I watched was when they first brought him into the station after they arrested him. And like, if you saw this dude on the streets, you would never look twice at him, think he was a threat. And his brother came in, and was like, "What did you do? What do you do?" Like, his brother was blown away, and this. Dude was like a pile of tears. I don't know. Like, I don't know why I did it. And you kind of feel sorry for him. But then you see other videos of him in prison where they're like letting him out to exercise and walk around. And he just all of a sudden snaps and attacks a prison guard. You know, really? Yeah. And this is like, that's weird as fuck. A young, basically young adult, 20 in his early 20s. You're a kid at that point, in my opinion. Like, he's still a kid. Unimposing looking. Yeah, right. And just at a second, he's attacking people and whatnot. It's, um, it makes you wonder if it's mental health issues or if he's faking it because so many people fake it too. So, like, that's not fair for people with real mental health issues. He's faking 
his his just erratic behavior. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like making it but up. But that's to, not fair for people who off. really do have mental health issues. Like well, I think it sucks because to, today it's be cool true. to have anxiety and it's cool to have depression. You know what I mean? Like oh, everybody. Cool no, I know, but <laughs> it's, either, man, I still on social media is what I'm saying. Right. It's another oh, thing. Yeah, so, right. That's like what a, I mean. Like it's yes, like a trend. Like and, Yeah, know. like if you wear a black shirt and you fucking hashtag fucking so sad today or I mean, whatever I'm just hashtag it... woe was me something i'm being a dickhead here but like everyone has anxiety now everyone is depressed now and, and i get it yeah it's hard we, because... we all are in some well, shape they, or things form, are so much but... more diagnosed now than they were in the yeah world. yeah right like, like like i went to school with some fucking weird kids and uh i'm, I'm telling you like the, now they probably have a name for whatever these kids had but when right. I went to school with them they were just the fucking weird kids yeah you right I mean like yeah uh, uh, Chris Rock had a really good example he's like whatever happened to being crazy you yeah. can't be crazy anymore no, you gotta have, a, he's like when I went to school they all went to school on a little ass bus and they got out of school at 2.30 <laughs> just in case one of the crazy kids wanted to go crazy they had only hurt other crazy kids <laughs> you know what I mean and that's pretty much how it was. But now, like, everybody's fucking aluminum. Well, I think that's just evidence of how, like, they weren't prepared to deal with any of that stuff back then, you know. That could make um, sense. I think the public school system back then was not prepared for it at all. Uh, I think the public school system was but then, created just to create a, a bunch of workers for the country. I get it. That, that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, it's just, it's so strange to me that, like, when we were kids, there was, like, the kids at the end of the hallway, like, the BD kids were, you know, like, those were the ones on medicine and those are the ones that were crazy. But it's, like, now everybody, like, why, why isn't all of our schools now BD schools? Like, now those kids are fucking the normal ones, you know? And it's just, it's fucking stupid. I don't know. I hate it. I think it's fucking gay. The tricky part is knowing gay. Who are I said the word gay? Who I'm are the say dangerous the word ones? Because it's my podcast, and I'm allowed to. <laughs> or are you saying? I think the tricky part is there's a lot of people with serious uh, mental health problems, but they're not all dangerous. And finding, like, being able to tell who's just gonna snap at any minute and become dangerous is pretty freaking impossible. You know, that's what's scary about it. We're 38 minutes in. I should have never even started this podcast in the first place. The only reason why I did it was to put these two clown shoes on the fucking spot. As soon as I hit unrecord, we're going to pillage, do drugs, and go back and fuck all of my teachers. Because <laughs> you know I had sex with three of my teachers, right? No, I didn't know that. Oh, I'll tell you that story no. off the air. Yeah. So At the your same name... time? Or... No, 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 absolutely not. It, it not... took me like 22 years no. to accomplish That's this. It's much less interesting story now. I know, it sucks. <laughs> I wish I edited things, but I don't edit stuff. So anyway, don't hail Satan, don't worship the devil. Your name is... Hail Santa. Santa, and then... This is Legazord signing off. Legazord signing off. You are now exiting the house of a thousand discourses. The Passion Project podcast that provides propaganda. <laughs>